Hey guys, welcome back to Table for One. Finally, episode two is here. Um, I did actually start recording this last week and I got about halfway through. Just wasn't really feeling it. Um, so, and then the week just happened because life goes on. Things just have been happening. Time is moving so fast at the moment. I don't, I don't know if anyone else feels this, but we're already nearly three quarters of the way through May and I don't know how. It's literally crazy, but such is life. Um, so yeah, anyway, welcome back. Hope everyone's doing well. Um, I know for some reason that May has not been great for a lot of people. Um, if you are in this situation, I'm really sorry, but like, that's not great. It's, that sucks, but you will get through it. Um, light at the end of the tunnel. There's always ups and downs, you know? And that's actually very fitting because this week I want to talk about stress or dealing with stress or maybe not successfully, but trying to deal with stress. So I think stress is inevitable. Like we aren't living in just really simple, primitive times anymore. Obviously there were stresses then like, you know, are you going to be able to hunt that turkey down for your next meal kind of thing? Or maybe not turkey. I don't really know what they ate. Um... I guess it was a mower if you were in New Zealand. Anyway, um, yeah, so stress is inevitable. Like, we live in a world so connected and there's, like, so many... It's, like, structural things like work, like, jobs and educational institutes, whether that's school or uni or um, polytechnics or you're doing a practical course, whatever, like, and all of those things obviously come with stress. There's stress around family things because we don't just live in our own insular bubbles, like, a single pe- as a single person. Some people might live by themselves, but everyone has other connections, and relationships do bring stress. Um, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, yeah, it's really hard to avoid stress. Um, and because we don't have any control over the sources of, sources of stress, because they are external things and like that can't be changed unfortunately um like stress different things will stress different people out like for example I get quite stressed I'd say about my uni work and I also stress about um my relationships quite a lot and like my interactions with people I'm I'm definitely an overthinker Um, whereas other people might, those things might not bother them at all, but I don't know, like the thought of public speaking or flying on an airplane or I don't know, like seeing like anything to do with blood or sort of anything a bit gruesome that, maybe not stress, maybe that's the wrong word, but like they might really stress about being late for things or really stress about their appearance and like, looking really put together all the time, um, which is not something that's on my radar that much. I honestly just kind of chuck on my clothes and leave, largely because I generally don't have the time. I'm not a very punctual person. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, everyone has different sources of stress, and along with that, in the same vein, everyone deals with it differently. So, yeah, I... I'm trying to think, like, I know some friends will um, talk to other people a lot about their stress, like, they'll just 
be like, ah, like guys, I'm really stressed. Um, and you know, that's like a really good way for them to, if not, you can't completely excise the problem from your life or eliminate it completely. Because like I said before, you're not generally the one that's in control of the source of it, but I guess these are like alleviation techniques or to just be able to deal with it and cope with it better because that is something we do have control over and I think that's a really important thing and skill set to develop because you shouldn't just have to like put up with stress and kind of let it ruin you. You should have skill sets in place and a um, little toolbox um, of ways to deal with it that work for you. So I know for me... um, I cry a lot when I'm stressed though this wasn't always the case like I think as I've got older probably you know hormonal changes or just growing up maturing that kind of thing I definitely cry a lot when I'm stressed but it's like I'm not sad that I'm stressed it's just I guess I get quite overwhelmed and um end up bursting into tears but it's quite a releasing feeling and Although it's not always practical, you know, like in the middle of class or you're just walking to and from uni, um, if you do have a space or when I do have the space and time to feel safe enough to cry, it's like a really nice release. Um, So crying, I, if you feel inclined to cry when you're stressed, I would advise not to suppress it. Don't push it down. Just let it out because I've also learned if you don't sort of let an emotion out it's going to manifest in another way and it will probably be a lot more um difficult to deal with when it manifests in whatever other way it does so crying great wee stress reliever um exercise this has been one of the most helpful things and I can tell when I go for a string of days like not even that long say two three without exercising and I'm not talking like an hour long runs or you know whole body workout at the gym even if it's like 25 minutes on the treadmill or a quick arm workout or a walk outside kind of thing um yeah sort of fresh air and exercise that combo has been so helpful I there is definitely scientific things about like hormones exercise releases and hormones that fresh air promotes the release of and they I think tend to be tend to combat stress hormones do not quote me on any of this not doing anything science or physiologically related but I'm sure I've read stuff like that um and also I think when you're exercising a walk is a bit different because you're just walking but if I was doing like an arm workout or um I'm swimming maybe or going for a run often my head or my thoughts I like concentrating on the activity I'm doing so I can't think about what I'm stressed about um so it's a a distraction and a release again kind of like the crying it's just a really nice release especially if you exercise till you sweat that's always a really good um exercise classes are also really good for that because you know you've got music you've got someone talking to you having to concentrate really hard and often they will push you really hard so you will be exercising until you're actually you know really sweating and sore and tired but in a good way Um, so yeah, I do think exercise is a really good one. And like I mentioned before, fresh air, sometimes it's easy to just feel really trapped and things overwhelm you when you're feeling stressed, especially if you, you know, if you've been holed up in the library or your room trying to like get your work done. So even just a 15 minute walk outside, or sometimes I, um, 
this, this sounds weird, but I live by a, mo- uh, a little footbridge over the motorway. And sometimes I just go and literally walk across the bridge and walk back. And it's probably five minutes, but just the complete change of scenery and fresh air is really nice. Um, yeah, other than that, I think getting enough sleep really helps because when you are tired, it's everything sort of can knock you off kilter a little bit more easily. Um, and also when you're tired, you're more likely to, you know, sort of stock up on your caffeine. Like, you know, you might have two cups of coffee or whatever, a double shot. And I don't know for anyone else, but um, firstly, I can have like one coffee a day and that's it. Like if I have any more, I'm on edge already. Um, yeah, I cannot handle the caffeine very well, but if I have caffeine and I'm stressed, it just makes everything 10 times worse for me. Um, so by trying to, you know, sleep enough and get enough rest, I'm not then having to rely on caffeine as much and I'm not sort of perpetuating that stressed, um, wired cycle that caffeine can kind of induce. Um, so yeah, I guess there's a few things I would recommend. Definitely, yeah, fresh air and exercise, um, enough sleep, crying, and sometimes just like yeah talking to people about it and you don't have to bottle stuff up or if you're not comfortable talking journaling I journal a lot it's really useful you and because no one's reading it you don't have to write in proper grammar you don't have to write in proper format you can use the worst spelling and abbreviations because no one's reading it you're not it doesn't have to fit any format or expectation so it can just be your thoughts um so yeah Another thing that's, I think, just really practical is um, it's all very hard to have these techniques to alleviate stress, but if the stress is, say, from an assignment you've got upcoming, which, okay, disclaimer, if you hadn't already figured this out, this is going to be a lot about uni-related stresses because that's probably the main source of stress in my life at the moment. You know, obviously I am a student. Um, So sometimes you just have to start, and I'm terrible at putting things off for for almost like unusual reasons like I'll say oh no like I should hang my washing out or oh my room needs to be vacuumed I'll do that or oh I should meal prep for this week which are all obviously valid and important tasks to do but if they've waited for three days they can wait an extra half an hour for me to start my essay or watch that lecture kind of thing so sometimes just starting is the best thing you can do and just sit down somewhere just set a timer I like 20 minute timers 25 and just get started and you'd be really surprised at how much that can actually help because even just feeling like you've yeah starting is often the hardest part and once you've made that start you're kind of over the hurdle and it always makes me feel a lot better because it's not this huge looming thing that I haven't even cracked into. It's like, okay, yeah, I've got to start. Like now I can just keep going because I've already, I've already started the, the momentum and it's, now it's just going to carry itself along, you know? So yeah, obviously different things work for different people. I know a lot of people like yoga. Um, I do really enjoy yoga. I don't go to any classes at the moment and I prefer the classes to doing on my own, but sometimes I will just have a quick yoga stretch meditation I've been wanting to try this for a while but I haven't found any apps I really like I know that um some people use calm or there's another one called what is it oh insight timer they're supposed to be quite good so maybe I'll give those a go um yeah and 
a lot of people listen to chill music or they'll watch something to help them relax so there's so many different techniques and it's about finding what works for you I think is the most important um but also like I said stress is inevitable sometimes you you just can't like escape the feeling and I guess you have to almost write it out and know that it's not going to be like that forever because the deadline will come that you will hand something in you know that job interview will happen that um you know maybe like difficult fight you've had with a close friend or um, significant other or whatever that will pass like the source of stress will go away so sometimes you have to write it out which is quite hard and painful but you'll get through it you'll get there um yeah one thing that I often think about is like you can be doing all the right things that's in um quotation marks because obviously you guys can't see me but you can do all the right things you know sleeping well eating well um, exercising regularly getting fresh air taking your breaks socializing so you're not just like having no balance and you can still feel stressed and I think that sometimes there's a sort of myth or expectation that gets promoted and I do think with the rise of social media this has become a really big phenomena um I would say issue I just don't know if it's on the same tier as other definite issues um like to the body image and you know the gym grind all that sort of stuff whole other story I will I would really like to do an episode about that kind of stuff but um won't be talking about it today but yeah it's almost like there's this myth promoted that if you're doing all of those things I listed um then you know you should be really well balanced and like you know everything should be fine and rosy and perfect but that's like not the case because like life doesn't work like that um your your body just if there's a some source or trigger or a cause that's making you feel stressed your body's going to release those stress hormones regardless of you know you've eaten five cups of vegetables and you've gone on a run and talked to a friend that day um and yeah it would probably be worse if you're running on three hours of sleep hadn't spoken to anyone in a week and you hadn't showered in two days I'm sure the stress situation would be worse but you would you're still not immune to it just by doing all the right things um and I think that sometimes something I struggle to grasp because I'm like, oh, I'm doing all these things. Why am I still feeling stressed? Um, and to some degree, it could be that doing all of those things is contributing to it because it's the whole doing everything all at once and you're trying to, um, what's it called? Like divide up your time to fit all of those things in. And yes, they are also valuable, but sometimes you do just need to say, actually, no, like today I'm... I can't do one or two or three. Um, I know that sounds kind of contradictory to like what I was saying about coping with stress or trying to alleviate it, but um, it is a hard one. It's a hard one to deal with. I I jokingly call this dealing with stress. Um, I'm still just trying to figure out how to deal with it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, that's just like a thought I often have about you can be doing all the things conducive to 
doing well and not being or stressed out and you still might be and that's okay as well like like I said such as life you don't really have that much control over these sources and triggers of stress um I would say other thing is it kind of ties into this a little bit but like sometimes asking someone else for help or in the context of uni you know asking your tutor or staying behind after class to talk to your tutor or lecturer if you're confused about something or you um want them to look over an assignment or a bit of an essay or you've even if you've got a question and this is you know such an off repeat oft repeated um saying but there is no such thing as a stupid question because if you're just sitting there confused about it like just ask they're gonna they're probably gonna enjoy interaction because I know you know we're humans we like interaction um and if anything it might make them realize that I'm talking about them as in your tutor or lecturer or a teacher whoever you're asking for asking the question to it might make them realize that they haven't clarified something or explained something in the best way um so yeah asking a question is not like giving in and same goes on a bigger scale for like extensions and yeah even just saying like look this is actually not going well at all like I would really like some advice on how I can improve it or whatever like that's not admitting defeat if anything that's actually showing that you are really self-aware and realize that you want to do better and can do better and you just need some help getting there um And extensions aren't for, like, if you're a failing student. Like, God knows how many extensions I've asked for over my time at uni. Um, A deadline isn't some, like, you know, concrete barrier, an iron curtain kind of thing. And your lecturers and tutors, they're human too. They're going to, I think, they're going to understand more than we often think. Um, And we don't have to be, like what's the flex of oh yeah I handed in all my assignments on time but I stayed up like doing three all-nighters that week to get them in like how is that better than oh I actually got a couple of extensions like two or three days for each assignment or even if you didn't get an extension and you hand it in late and get what like a five percent penalty but you make up more than that five percent because you got a proper sleep and then you could look at your assignment with fresh eyes the next day an editor kind of thing surely that's better than absolutely breaking your back to get something in on the deadline um I think I was talking to someone about this recently and we're kind of came to the conclusion like extensions are actually quite they can be an effective time management strategy um obviously okay for a context I had like three essays were going to be due in the same week and these were like big essays um and then it just so happened my whole class got an extension for one of them and then I I actually got a further extension on that as well and then I for another one a couple of days before I was like I would really appreciate some extra time and the lecturer was like yeah that's fine and I to both in both cases I just explained I was like I've had a really big workload um I wouldn't be handing in my best work if I was to you know hand it in on the deadline I'd really appreciate appreciate some extra time and they weren't sort of oh like tough luck they were all like yeah no that's you know totally fine um let me know if you need any more help kind of thing um because I think they'd also 
want us to be just being able to still live our lives and not like I said not breaking our backs like that's not the intention of uni it shouldn't be or school or a job I stand by this very firmly um you're not supposed to destroy yourself to do it and I think if you are then maybe some things need to be reconsidered if you have the ability to I do realize that I'm coming from quite a privileged position where I'm not having to work you know like 70 plus hour weeks to provide for other people or that kind of thing um but yeah I don't think there's nothing wrong in admitting you're really busy or stressed and asking for extensions or taking that percentage hit if you just realize you need another day kind of thing um yeah so that's just kind of my thoughts on that but at the end of the day with stress everyone is gonna experience periods of stress in their life like I nanny as a job and I sometimes I think oh god it would be so nice to be these kids and like not be stressed about anything but then sometimes things happen and you're like oh actually they still do get stressed about things it just doesn't seem like it you know I'd be like oh I'm not gonna have anyone to sit with at lunch today or um some kids get really stressed about being late for school that's like a big one and yeah so I guess the point I'm trying to illustrate is that everyone does get stressed no matter how old how young um what gender sort of where you are in life and what you're doing it's fairly unavoidable and it's mainly about yeah knowing what works for you in terms of dealing with it um I think with everything though and knowing yourself is one of the almost most difficult but also most important I want to say kind of journey sounds too cheesy but like a kind of mission or thing to try and get through in life and yeah it's like really important to try and get to know yourself because that's the only way you're going to be able to really end up living the life you want and you really enjoy um so in terms of just like know what your limits are you know if you're a person and I think I could definitely heed this on advice I do take quite a while to do things so if I know I've got big things coming up maybe don't take on that you know extra babysitting job or um maybe do a coffee day instead of like a whole day out somewhere with someone um I think that's yeah knowing your limits is really important and what knowing how to alleviate the stress as well because it is inevitable as I keep saying but if you have a good toolkit in place just repeating myself here but if you have a good toolkit in place um it won't hit you nearly as badly you know um and sort of as a finishing note we can't be this thriving perfect like Instagram highlights reel all the time that is not how life works um I always say without any bad days or rainy days or low periods there would never be any of the good the happy the sunny um so it's all about the highs and lows you know and stress is definitely 
not fun. It's not something you would ever wish on anyone. But it's also something that we have to deal with. So, yeah. I don't know. That was just a big, long ramble. Oh, actually, before I go, I forgot to say this last week, but um, I am going to link in the show notes I think that's how it works the Instagram um you can follow along it's called table for one the pod that's the handle um yeah just updates about when I'm going to be posting the next episode um if you have any like thoughts or responses to what I'm talking about or probably like 10 of you who are listening to this um just you can feel free to DM me on there um and I didn't don't think I mentioned any sort of like other influencers or I'm like not other not that I'm an influencer any sort of um people or books or movies or anything today or products but further down the line I definitely think I will be and so I'll be like linking those in the show notes as well but yes thank you all for listening if you got to the end um look after yourselves it's very sounds very empty but try not to stress too much or if you are stressed what are ways that you can alleviate it that work for yourself because no two people are the same um and remember that can include asking for external help and support when you are stressed um my dad actually said this to me the other day he's like that's the time you need to lean on your support networks like that's what they're there for and he's very right so lean on people you can um take the help you're offered and look after yourselves thank you for listening Um, And I will see you next week. Bye.